Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw. I'm here in Manhattan at the Lotte Palace. And I'm here with a very special person, uh, Steve Cohen, who is the millionaire's magician. And this is going to be a little different for us because it's showcasing something where you can send your clients to an amazing performance of magic. And right here at the Lotte Palace, and he performs uh, many nights, uh, and it's an incredible show. And we're going to find out all about it and more on Insider Travel Report. Now, Steve, first of all, thank you. I saw your show the other night. It was incredible. I wasn't, you know, I've been to a few magic shows in my time, but this was so intimate. It was so different and really so special. It was only about a 30, how many, 30 people or something like that? Or? Yeah, we have about uh, 50 to 60 people at the show. Okay. So you're in such a daze that you forgot all the other people that were there. They disappeared for me. Exactly. You, you must have made them disappear, <laughs> exactly. so. But the idea is we have very intimate audiences. The intimate audiences max out at 64 seats. So, you know, everyone gets a chance to participate and it's really elegant and it's really interactive. Well, it's called, I think, Chamber Magic, right? And tell us a little bit about the, what it is exactly. Okay, so Chamber Magic is a salon-style magic show, which means that it's not the grand illusions you might see on a big stage. It's not street tricks that you might see someone do, you know, kind of in a one-on-one. There's a, Like I said, there's about 40, 50, 50, 60 people in the room, and it's theatrical, but everyone gets a chance to do something. So there's mind reading, there's uh, hand magic tricks, there's uh, a famous trick of mine, which is called Think-A-Drink, where I perform... Uh, a trick with I it. remember that one. You it pours it, the teapot pours any drink you can ask for over and over again for different people around the room who then all get to taste and drink their favorite drinks. And I asked for a Moscow Mule, and boy, you served it up. I got to tell you, was it tasty? It was very tasty. It's a little ice, and that, that that's all I wanted. Okay. You know, but you did have the ginger beer. It's free. Don't it's complain. Free. No, don't complain about the drink. But literally, this this can uh, this can produce any drink. And you're saying this magical? I, do we have one of those here? I can take one home. I yeah, don't know. But uh, now you call you call it a demonstration of modern conjuring. In fact, that's kind of the the, the tagline on the show. So it is all different kind of disciplines. And tell us a bit where we are right now. This hotel and this place. Okay, so the Lotte New York Palace uh, is one of the most iconic hotels, not only in New York City, but also in the world. Uh, I think that when people come in here, they step back in time because the building was completed in 1883. So it's really like a, 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 not just a replica of an old-fashioned building. It is an old-fashioned building that is straight. It's in perfect condition. So when you come into my showroom, which is the Madison Room, one of those beautiful rooms uh, that you'll ever enter in your life, uh, you, you kind of dro everything drops away. And since we have a dress code everyone feels like they're really stepping back into this elegant time uh, that you might see in old movies no, and it was. Everybody has to get dressed up, and it really is a very different kind of thing. And and so when you when you're doing the performances, how did how did you come up with the show and this kind of uh, type of show? Okay, so Chamber Magic is a throwback to the style of magic that was popular in the late 19th century. Uh, so magicians used to perform in salons or in drawing rooms uh, for elegant crowds, and I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to recreate that in modern day New York? Now I started this show 22 years ago. So the show's been running now. We've had over a half a million people who have come to visit me. Uh, first at the Waldorf Astoria, where I began the show, and then here at the Lotte New York Palace, since I began uh, here five years ago. And the idea was to give people this feeling of, of intimate magic, uh, but not making it like a burlesque of, of, 
an as old timey feel is I want them to actually step back and feel like they're really there. And that's what you do when you walk into this type of a setting. So you're, you're kind of, as you said, you're the millionaire's musician, uh, magician. So this is really a place that, that you know, you're supposed to, people enjoy it. You, you, you have a very upscale crowd and they all come and they're just amazed. Now, well, uh, I can tell you that I am called the millionaire's magician. We don't check people's ba uh, bank balance at the door. Uh, so you can, anyone can come. Any, anyone people, can come. People buy tickets at the show. It's an off-Broadway production, so people come to the show and they, you know, buy a ticket just like you'd buy a ticket to Broadway. Um, but like I said, you know, if even if you're not a millionaire, you walk out feeling like a million bucks. Now, why do, is this kind of this smaller performance venue? the perfect thing for you and what you've done other things in your career and other and I will talk about that in a second your career but uh, why is this just sort of the perfect spot for you I think that magic needs to be performed on a human level so when you're on a large stage and you're as an audience member watching this magician who's dancing around doing magic with smoke machines and whatnot you don't really feel like you're interacting and connecting with it on that person on a human level. When you're a magician performing in my setting, which is really up close, and the first row of seats is only four feet away from me, I can see the whites in your eyes. Mm -hmm. I can see the amazement. I can see your jaw dropping. And then I can also joke with you and make personal comments and back and forths with you. And that's something that I think really is, is a step back in magic, but it's also the future of magic. Well, it is, and, and really some of the things, people are still astounded, even though we're kind of, all everyone's trying to figure out how it is, and I saw people that are seeing your show several times, and they're still wondering. Yes, well, you know, people have come back and forth to the show many times. There's one man I remember, he's been to the show 14 times now, uh, every time with a different girlfriend. Uh, but, That's uh, magic in itself. I, he's a very clever operator. <laughs> Who's the better magician now? Um, but he, uh, but it's, it's actually not uncommon. At every show, I, I say, please raise your hand if you've been to Chamber Magic in the past. And at every show, there's people who are raising their hands. And there, in fact, there was one woman who was here uh, recently, within the past two or three months. She said that she was in her mid-30s, and she came to the show when she was a teenager. And she had been thinking about it her entire life, and she wanted to come back and see if everything she remembered was true. And she said it was even better than she remembered as a yeah. girl. Well, that's great to have, have those people returning now. Now, what's your background? You, you, you've been a magician most of your life, right? So I'm in my early 50s. I started magic when I was six years old. Uh, I always like to say that I wasted the first five years of my life. And uh, so I've been doing magic for, for many, many years now. Uh, it's taken me around the world. I went to, I lived in Tokyo, Japan uh, for, for quite some time. I speak fluent Japanese and worked as an interpreter for the Japanese government. Mm -hmm. uh, but all that time I was also figuring out how can I make magic, which is my passion, my livelihood? And uh, it's easy. I think you've succeeded. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, there's always ways to grow, right? So I'm always thinking of new ways to make the show better and to improve. And I, even now, having done over six thousand live performances of this show in New York, um, I'm still trying to figure out ways to tweak it and improve and add new magic. So you do new th stuff all the time. You can come back. You sometimes you'll see the same tricks or similar, and sometimes you'll see all new stuff, right? Uh, you definitely will see something new, and so people—that's one of the reasons people come back. They come back to see. They bring someone with them, and that person then reacts, and they, they kind of get a visceral reaction to seeing how their friend reacts. 
But at the same time, I'm also showing magic that they haven't seen yet. And people go, wow, I didn't see that last time. I want to come back again and see something new. Well, that's so that's it's exciting. To repeat performances, absolutely. Now, now, uh, when when you also sort of bring the history of this place into your magic act a few times. It's a little eerie in a little way. So you're bringing the spirits of this Villard mansion here yes. uh, into the magic act itself, right? That's right. So the, this mansion was completed, as I mentioned, in the late 1880, early 1880s. Uh, it was the home of a railroad tycoon named Henry Villard. Uh, Henry Villard uh, had actually made a great deal of money, built this place, then lost all of his money and had to move out. Uh, so that's a funny story. But I used I use his ghost in my show. <laughs> I invite his spirit to come and entertain the audience. And he makes things move without my touching them. That is, and in true, it did happen all the time, and we were still trying to figure out how did he make that move, and you know, you, you cards were moving, things were moving all the time, and you weren't touching them as far as I know, and it just appeared. You were asking a card would somehow pop out of a deck, things like that. Mm-hmm, exactly. Now, uh, you're not going to tell me how that works, right? Uh, if you get me very drunk. <laughs> well, we are in the right place here. We're over across at the uh, uh, tasting room for scotch over there. So we, we, we got to do a few of those and yes, we'll find out. Kidding. Yeah, we could do that after the show. This, this room is actually called Rarities. It's the kind of exclusive uh, executive lounge here in the Palace Hotel. Uh, they have spirits and wines, champagnes, whiskeys, uh, and they're all just the most the top of the line that you can, it's the most exclusive of the exclusive that you could find. So I see, uh, for example, Looking over here, I see a whole row of Pappy Van Winkle. Oh, there you go. So this is a, and this is opposite from where you are. You you were in the Madison room, I'm in right? The Madison room. So so what happens is people come into the hotel through the grand courtyard. Right. They walk up the small stairs. And if you've ever been back in the day, this used to have a beautiful restaurant that was uh, called Le Cirque. And Le Cirque was. I actually, was there. I have been there before. Yeah, so you remember? So Le Cirque was actually my showroom. Yeah. My showroom years ago had been the dining room of the restaurant. Uh, they've cleared that out, and now I get a chance to use it exclusively every weekend. I had been to lunch in that room before. I remember it well. Not for a long time because Le Cirque moved and now you have it and it's great. Now where can, I mean we go out to about 100,000 travel advisors who want to sort of book their their clients into great things to do in New York. Uh, where can they find out more about the show and where, when, when they can book it? Okay well on TripAdvisor Chamber Magic has been the number one attraction uh, in theatrical shows in New York City for the past five years. Mm -hmm. So that's one place is to take a look at the reviews and you'll see thousands of reviews of people who go bananas over the show and their experience here which is very flattering but it's also you know it's a testament to the fact that people love magic mm -hmm. so that's one place to take a look uh, also of course my website chambermagic.com has all the details of how people can purchase tickets um, people often buy not only uh, tickets for themselves and their families but we've had people buy out the entire show or even in just an entire one row or two rows or the entire show for their clients so that so you can have your whole group and have them come in here and out. Steve will perform for you, and it's a really special event uh, that you can book a group and uh, or just maybe a large family or someone who wants to see after you've booked them either in the latte, the palace, or uh, somewhere else in New York. That, that yeah. now, do, have you really focused on this hotel now, or are you going to be performing in other places around the country? So the the um, this is a residency that I have here. Okay. So I, like I mentioned, I was at the Waldorf Astoria for 17 years. I've been here 
at the Palace for the past five years. Mm. And uh, although I do get a chance to take the show on the road, maybe about one or two weeks a year, those are simply kind of excursions for me. And that might be in San Francisco or in Washington, D.C. or in Miami or Chicago. I've done that all over the you know, all over the country and also around the world in places like Tokyo and also in London uh, and uh, through France and Italy. So those are you know, private, sometimes private, sometimes that they're open to the public. But if you really want to see Steve, book him, uh, Steve Cohen, here uh, at the Latte Palace. Uh, uh, and it's really an incredible, incredible uh, uh, event. And I urge you to, to do it because it really is it's the best. And you'll, you'll be back. Your, your clients will want, you want to come back and see this. And I understand you might have a little magic for us now. I can show you something. Um, it, it's very short, but I think you'll really enjoy this. Okay. So. Uh, I'd like you to, well, you've got your hands full, so I, I, I'll, I'll do this myself. You know what? I no, no, perfectly fine. I'll do this myself. I wanted you to feel how heavy this cane is. This is a heavy yes, cane. Yes, it's, 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 not, it's not made out of balsa wood. This is a heavy, a heavy cane. I'll step in, a, in, a, in your camera. You can maybe just put that down okay. for one moment. And if I just touch the cane, it's like a magnet. Oh, look, look, look. Very nice. I didn't see. There's no wires, no, no nothing wires, like that. No wires, no strings. Amazing. And that, that's a very small sample of some amazing uh, magic that Steve has. And he's still doing it. And look at this. Touching at the fingertips. So make, not a magnetic cane, huh? Not at all. Okay. Well, Steve, thank you so much. It was a great uh, event. For most amazing magic show I've seen in a long, long time. I, I don't go to magic shows normally. I heard about this. I said, and yeah, you've been around and I've heard about it, but this is the first time I had a chance to experience wait, it. Wait, let me get that again. Okay. The most amazing magic show I've ever seen. Is that what you just said? I think I said that. The most amazing. Right there, folks. Okay. Right well, there you go. So, so it, 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 when you send your clients here, they're gonna. I think they'll agree, and they'll be back. Thanks again. Steve. My pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report. <laughs>